I guess that's us. That's, uh, yeah, sort of us. We do put money back in your pocket eventually. No, we don't. Uh, we don't put money in anybody's pocket. <laughs> they just don't pull it out as long. Exactly. Okay. All right. Same, same. Is it? Well, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. When you look at your bank account at the end of the year, it's like somebody put money in your pocket. It's like a pickpocket didn't get in your pocket. Right. Yeah. A reverse pickpocket. Right. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So this is Rolling Toe on Tracking Business and Beyond. Is it Thursday? Uh, it is. Oh. You, you're losing track of the dates now. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Every day is a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, is, today is Monday morning. Sure, why not? <laughs> this afternoon is Friday afternoon. The only one that's different is Sunday, because then I got to go to this church thing. Go to church. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. Right. Okay. All right. It is the 17th of August. Uh, let's see. The Iowa State Fair has been in full swing for a week now. Yes, and they have voted on the new favorite food at the fair. There, I heard about that. You heard about that? Yeah. Okay. It's not like that's the whole point of the fair, but sometimes it feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what they did is they took a combination of brisket and bacon and mac and cheese and put it between two pieces of bread. Okay. And deep fried it. And deep fried it. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a, basically a grilled cheese sandwich with mac and cheese in it and bacon and brisket and deep fried. Right. Where do you put the stick? Uh, No stick on this one, which, which they had to get an exemption for it. Yeah. Let's not have a stick. And, um, yeah, yeah. It sounds and like a heart attack. It comes right in the package is a card for a cardiologist. <laughs> right. In the, yeah. They pry the number right onto it. No, it's 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 stuck <laughs> in on the side as a little card, so you can put that in your wallet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get Chinese food, you get a you get a little uh, quote that maybe is going to be helpful or fortune. Right. They say. Right. If you get fried food, you get uh, cardiologist's phone number. They they and a lot of stuff dipped in deep fried on a stick. Right, right. Uh, uh, many things over the years. There's a Twinkie thing they call. What's that? A Twinkie? Twinkie? Yes, I've done that. All those. Well, this Twinkie is is a stuffed jalapeno. That's not a Twinkie. And deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's stretching the definition of Twinkie quite. Okay. A all right. All right. Now they 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 do a lot of strange things at the Iowa State Fair. They do. They do. They got bands that you might have heard of and probably uh, might not have. I think the strangest thing they do is allow politicians in there. <laughs> Actually, I think it's entertainment value, the clown acts. Every year, yes. the politicians come through and clown their way. Yes, yes. From the left side to the right side. The yeah. only disagreement I have is they don't make them wear the makeup. <laughs> the well, they makeup. also don't unleash bulls on them, so... And yeah, and the floppy <laughs> shoes. They should have the big floppy floppy, floppy shoes. Yes, that would make them clowns on parade. Oh well. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um other than that, I don't know of anything particularly astounding. Mm, not really. Uh it's just more people waking up and realizing things like uh centromatics are of value. Yeah? Yes. Uh and in this case, this is a a specific gentleman, but I know it's a, a a more prevalent problem, especially with disc brakes. Steer tires go out of balance regularly, especially with, you know, the more braking application you're able to put on it. Yeah. So if you have dead weights, you know, um, if you just have your weights on there, yeah, it was balanced that day, but a month later it could be out of balance. Yeah, they don't wear uniformly around their circumference. And now you've got a vibration in your right left hand is doing a lot more work than it used to. And yep. Well you can rotate it around and balance yeah. them out of the way. Fix. Well, he's a company driver and the company <laughs> I think the quote was uh just be careful. People want you to just go out there and spend a lot of money. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, the centromatic can save you a lot of effort huh? or the beads inside the tire. Any dynamic balance system. Any dynamic. We, yes. yes. I say this over and over. I'm like your dentist. I don't care if you use the waxed floss or the mint floss or the little sticks, whatever it is, as long as your floss, get the stuff out from between your teeth. Right. Right. <clears throat> so make sure the tires balance. are balanced. Yeah. Beads equal 
counteract uh, centromatic balance master. They're all dynamic balancers. Use one of them, and they work. They work. They work. <laughs> all right, and we also have a, we have a we have a call. We have a call. Yes, uh, we have a call, and we have pictures. Pictures. I'll uh, I'll pull up the pictures so that you can see them. These are they. Uh, yep. And this is the caller. Let's go ahead and bring him in. It's from I don't know somewhere in Michigan. No, Hey, you got the clown theme song in my head now. That's all I'm hearing. All right, that's good. <laughs> it kind of it's it's sort of kind of like the uh, ice cream truck, just a little bit different. Yeah, you know when the yeah, ice cream truck gets to come around yeah. your neighborhood. I yeah, always right. think and that we should have a cream. we should have a I, taco I truck that, that be, comes that through would... the neighborhood. <laughs> in both and cases, it's... whether it's tacos or ice cream, if the person in the truck is dressed as a clown, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I think we should talk to Kevin Rutherford and change our introductory music to the clown. <laughs> so I can't oh, that would be great. The song, but it's yep. Yeah, we could. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be better than the the trucking business and beyond. I mean, it's not even your music to start with. I don't know. If no, you we don't have. Well, that's that. No, we don't have. Yeah, what, that's what, what I, I heard. Would, what I wanted for yeah, what I wanted for music, and Kevin Rutherford has absolutely said no. Is there's a country western singer who does a song about chrome? <laughs> oh yeah, um, yes, the '80s guy, real tall. Oh, well, Trace, Trace Atkins. Atkins. Yep. Is that the one oh. or Toby Keith? No, it's Trace. Hey, speaking of chrome, Trace. I was okay. in I was in yeah. Pennsylvania. Uh, two weeks ago at a town called Washington, Pennsylvania. And mm -hmm. I found the credit union just for you, Mike. It's called did. Chrome Chrome Federal Credit Union. Chrome Federal yep. Credit Union. Chrome. All right. Federal Credit Union. That has Federal Mike credit Becker written all over it. Chrome. Chrome Federal Credit Union. That's, <laughs> that sounds perfect. Perfect. Very interesting. Hey, so I bought this truck. It's a 2018 Cascadia. Uh, I bought it mm -hmm. two months ago, and it, ha it already mm -hmm. had the halo system on it, and it already had the TPS monitor. Well, that monitor picture that I sent to you guys, it stopped working, Yeah. and there's no name on it. There's nothing yeah. on it that identifies what it is or where I can replace it. Well, without that working, huh. I want to check the, the um, air in my front steers. Well, I can't mm -hmm. because as soon as I turn that valve, it starts leaking. You see that the picture mm -hmm. of the well, valve there? Stuck I'm the sorry, this is radio and not TV. The valve the listeners can't see what I'm talking about. The valve is stuck open. You should be able to take it all the way off quick, and it should stop. Right. Or if it doesn't oh, stop, okay. then just have a pin handy so you can poke the valve and make it stop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good deal. Yeah, once I heard yeah, it yeah, start so leaking just a little bit, I stopped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would spin it off. Right, that valve cap is just a, uh, it's just like a, a, any other cover, yeah. except it's got but a it's, sensor. But it's got a stem on it that's reaching and opening up your valve core mm -hmm. so that it can read the pressure. Oh, right. okay, got it. So have you seen this okay. monitor before to know which one this is that I can find well, out? It, 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 there's about three or four different ones that would match that. One is the TST. Right. The other is okay. Pressure Pro. Right. The other is Durand. Okay, yep. And, and all, of all three of those sense look similar, right? I think all of them can sense one of these caps. I don't know to okay. register it. I have no idea if they can or not. But there's at least three okay. different brands out there that look the same. Okay. And then on the um, on the the roof at the end of my bunk, at the top bunk, there's a, mm -hmm. a little antenna. So that they tell me yes. that when I bought the truck, he said so that it's actually uh, like a repeater. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yes. So, so are they, do you, if are you have a trailer, to work? If, if you have a trailer with those sensors on it, they're so far away from the cab, they need that repeater to get their signals to carry them into the cab. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So again, once you you know when when you buy the head unit, whether it's a, a Pressure Pro or TST, then you compare that you you hopefully get one. Maybe you have to keep getting it and returning it until you. What? Okay. I want to look at the pictures. Right. Okay. Until you get the, uh, they're not nudie pictures. So it's really, so 
something that Mike wanted to look at the pictures. Oh, look at the pictures. <laughs> but uh, what was it? When, once you get it, then uh, you can get more. I don't know. Do you uh, consistently use one trailer? Or? No, I use multiple um, trailers. No. And that's the thing. I talked to the, the company, and they I'm an owner-operator, but I use their trailers, and it's about five or six trailers. That, mm-hmm. and some have TPS on them, and some do not. But when right. I, when it's working, I can see the trailer air pressures. And they're hooked to, uh, yeah. it's not a halo system, but they're hooked together. So when they start to go down, my air compressor and my tractor will try to pump them back up. Okay. All right. So they, they have an uh, a, a automatic inflation system on the trailer. It yeah. could be a Henderson, yep. could be whatever brand. Okay. But are you saying that there are sensors on the trailers that read to this same display? No, yeah, on be. some of the trailers. Not every some trailer, trailer. That I hook to that will, means, will pop up. That means the company knows what brand sensors they have on their trailers. Right. That could help you find the the company you need uh, to call in order to get okay. the tech support on your equipment. Okay, good deal. Yeah, see, that was easy enough. Yep. Yeah, without any markings yep. on the box. There I, you go. I, I, I tried to look on, you know, the great Google, and I couldn't find any pictures that matched. Right, right. All right. Well, I would talk to the yeah, company about what brand sensors they put on the trailers. Hey, and then, okay, since I've got this the Halo system on here, is yep. that compatible with the flow below? Because it doesn't look like I'll be able to. No, put the, not if the not if you're going to put. You can't put the covers on over the Halo. Okay. Right. Okay, but the thing that goes in between, you know, that little flared. Piece of plastic. That yeah, the piece between in the between tires. the two axles would be fine, but but you can't put the hub caps on because the halo's in the way. Okay, and I remember once uh, listening, someone asked you if this is a good system to have, and you didn't like it. So what did you not like about it? I mean, do I want to just take it off because it's the first time I've ever used this halo system? Well, if you have any automatic inflation system, none of them are a hundred percent dependable. Right. And when they fail, you don't know they failed. But if you have the the automatic, uh, if you have the inflation monitoring system, it will tell you when it fails, and then it's okay with me. In fact, yeah, either it's telling you it did fail or it's not giving you any information at all, which is a communication of its own. So so I want to make sure I'm clear. You have the halo system on your drive axles, but you also have the tire pressure monitoring system on your drive axles. Is that correct? Yes, drive and steers. It's just the box doesn't work. So okay. I got to replace that as soon as possible. Yes. And as long as you have both of those systems together, then I have no problem with the Halo system. Right. Okay. Right. The The issue comes up, especially on the trailers, where the inflation system may or may not be feeding every tire the pressure that it thinks it's feeding them. Because that little valve, the same one that uh, is is open as you're opening up the... Uh, uh, trying to take the cap off. Trying to screw off that cap. The, those valves, there's about a dozen of them in that system. And if any of them fail, then it could be feeding one or two tires or four or six tires with less pressure than the others. So you need the monitoring system to know what's going on. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. I will get that as soon as I can. Okay. I looked at some of the big truck stops out on the road and they don't seem to have what I'm looking for because I brought the box in the store with me yeah. but I'm not finding it yeah so I would, would I want to no, would I want to go to like a Firestone or some kind of higher store no no you want to look them up online yeah, those okay. are the names we gave you yeah okay. you can yeah, also go to Amazon okay. sure oh amazon.com sells these same systems but you won't know which one to buy and that's why I say right. talk to your fleet to find out what brand sensors they're putting on. And then with that brand, you could go to Amazon and you could look it up and find one. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for being out there. All right. I don't call in that much, but I listen, you know, quite often. Mostly I drive yeah. overnight, so that's usually when I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are. Well, you can stream them overnight, yeah. Tell your friends. Everybody's welcome to listen. All right. That's it. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day. You bet you, buddy. Thank Bye-bye. You right. too. All right. Uh, so that's our first call of the day. If anybody else had any calls, you can call that Trucking Business and Beyond number, which is 
three five. And if you happen to be driving at midnight and you happen to have a uh, question about any of these things, and call you, Kevin. Don't call me. <laughs> no, no. Send me an email, <laughs> and I'll answer it when I can get to it. Uh, or go to our website mdaline.com and put the uh, info request there on the on that page. It's the same thing. Um, or you can call during somewhat normal hours. I mean, it's a 24-hour tech line. But don't call it with questions about, you know, the sky and stuff like that. At 3 in the morning. Right, at 3 in the morning. Yes, uh, the, yeah. the, our normal tech line number is 515-967-5626. And that, that's been our tech line number since 1994. Five. 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 1995. Yep. Been answering everybody's... Uh, among the first... Callers to that line was a um, a Ford engineer, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I did get a call from a Ford engineer. Yeah. yeah, a number of calls of this Ford engineer, and then suddenly they sold the whole business to Freightliner. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. We have another call in. Uh, maybe Joe. Let's talk about Joe. Talk to Joe. How are you doing today? Hello. We're doing good. Right. Hey. Not bad. You're a little faint. I know. My Bluetooth just broke, and I'm very upset about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the gentleman had just called. Uh, if he looks at his phone and he has the Google search bar, it has a microphone and now has a camera. If he hits the camera button, oh, yeah. it, it will search all of Google. And find one that's just, that's just like it. Yep. They use the camera image to search yes. Google. Okay. That's another idea. Yeah. Cool. I, and I don't That's know too high tech for me. <laughs> the question might be also, <laughs> I don't know if this is the right place to be, but I run super singles. I run in and out of a foundry and a scrapyard every day. So I yep. get slivers and I get little pinholes. Uh, I, break, I break the tires yep. down. I put a patch on it. I put it back on and I do it all over again. The stuff that I would use is out of British Columbia, and the brand is Stallion, like the horse. Okay. And, and it, it's not a slime. It is a liquid, but it's biodegradable. You can wash it off with a garden hose. It doesn't ruin your clothes. Uh, if it gets on the floor, you can just use a garden hose and wash it away. It and inside the tire, it's hard to get it all out of any of them. If you leave your tire sitting for a couple of days and expose the atmosphere, it just turns into a powder, and it won't cause chamber fires if you're recapping them. So if I was going to put something in to stop leaks, I would get Stallion. Okay. These guys are full of useful information. Well, we've been doing this a little while. We run into a lot of different stuff. Yep. <laughs> But, um, you know, I talk to Herschel a lot. I talk to Kevin a lot. And I'm afraid to bring it up because nobody wants to put anything in their tires but balance beam. But I'm catching tires long before I run them completely out. Yeah, well, this this liquid that goes in, this stallion, will also act as a balance media. So you don't have to beads, put the beads in. Right. Because the eight drives I took off when I switched to super singles. They only had about 110,000 miles on them. They still have really good tread, but they all of them have 10 12 patches. Yep, yep. So With a lot of garbage haulers... Yeah, a lot of garbage haulers and cement mixer people, when they get a flat, I mean, you can imagine a cement mixer hardening up while it's sitting there waiting for a flat repair. And right. they switch to this stuff, and they just swear by it. Well, I'm going to look into it. I'll be home in about an hour. Cool. Cool. All righty, buddy. You have yourself a good day. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Bye. All right. Yep. All right. Okay, that was a little hard to hear, but we it managed was. it. Yeah. He, he's running super singles, and he's having lots of flats because of the operation he runs in. Right. And so we're just recommending he put some stallion in there to self-seal them so he doesn't have to break them down and patch them all the time. Yeah. And that's, and that's if you can't get a hold of the chrome. Right. Right. If you could chrome your tires, you wouldn't have that problem. Probably, yeah, it'll, it'll deflect the. Yeah, they, the, the the nails can't go through chrome; it just it hurts them. Right. All right. Now we have one more here. Uh, uh, I I think it's Jeremy, and I think he's talking about inside Edgeware. Okay. 
Hello. Yeah. Hi. Uh, Yeah, I've heard you guys mention, it does look like river wear on the inside shoulder of my trailer tires. Um, I heard you mention, you know, you put a, I don't know, was it, was it like a chrome angle iron somewhere you weld it back there? Chrome angle iron. You put the angle iron on first and then you chrome the whole axle. Right. You might okay, have to so, the axle, so you have to get it out. <laughs> yeah, my question was, yeah, yeah where do, where, how do you, where do you weld it to? The axle to the trailer, you know, you well, know what I mean? Like, actually, where do you weld it? Okay, uh, I'll tell you how, and then if you will go to our website and use the contact form and send us a message, that'll give me your email address, and I'll send you back pictures, Okay. 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 Well, what uh, you're going to do is you're going to take some in, you're going to take some inch and a half angle iron, about an yeah. eighth inch thick, and okay. you're going to set it on top of the axle. Now there'll be two short pieces from the suspension out to the brake backing plate, and then a long piece across the middle, just setting on top of the axle. Okay. Just on just on and top of the round weld it. Every, round yep. And and then just weld it every six to eight inches to hold it on there, and you're done. Right. But. What's the other side welded to? The the, the trailer also itself? No, no, you're, you're just top of the axle. You're just setting it on top of the axle. You're stiffening up the oh, axle itself. Oh, I'm stiffening it up. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you I, uh, set it on there so the peak is up and two edges are contacting the axle and you just kind of weld it on. Oh, okay. you're done. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, pass it to my, uh, you know, my uh, the owner of my company. You know, the, Owns his trailer. There's mm-hmm. probably about eight of them, and you know, I, I bet he has it. He has it on all the trailers. So I'll see what he thought. Yep. Trying it or something on our on ours. Yep. yep. All right. We've had a lot of guys do that. They try it and then they wind up doing them all. But if he wants the pictures, you can go to our website. It's mdaline.com. Yeah. And there's a contact form. You fill out the form and send it to us. That'll give us your email address. We can send you the pictures back so you can see what we're doing. All right. Thank you. You bet, you buddy. Have a good day. All right, you too. All right. And that gentleman, well, his number was from, uh, uh, oh, shoot. No, that wasn't the same one. No, I don't know where his number was from. He was calling from Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Jamaica. All the calls are from Jamaica. All the calls are from Jamaica. It's easy to drive from there to anywhere in the country. That's right. West. That's right. It's no problem. When we used to do this show years ago, we used to guess at where the area phone area codes were from. Right, because we yes. And anybody we didn't recognize, well, it's Jamaica. It's Jamaica, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we knew all the area codes at one time. But really. now, really, everybody's in Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone. All right. Uh, we have another one. This is Jerry, and I'm not sure what he's talking about because, again, it's, the, it's this uh, Q... Translator, it doesn't know. What well, the, the problem is it's voice recognition system. So they right. call in on their phone. It says, what's your call about? You say something, it don't understand it, and it gives us all these it funny words. An idea of what you're saying. No but clue. It's not a good idea. No. Right. This is Casper Pastor. Casper Pastor. Casper Pastor in your truck. <laughs> now, if you can if you can interpret that, you're, you're exactly the genius everybody actually thinks you are calling in. Okay. All right. Hello, maybe Jerry. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I was talking to you a couple of weeks ago, and you were saying to get a better ride on the front of my truck with the high pressure if I change my caster in the front. Can you explain why that would be? Sure, sure. Okay. Caster is determined by how vertical the kingpins are compared to the ground. Right. If the top of the kingpin leans back, the bottom of the kingpin goes forward. That's positive caster, like the front fork on a motorcycle. All right. Now, if the kingpin is perfectly vertical, when you hit a bump, the axle and the force is going directly against the arc of the leaf spring, and the spring is able to do all of its work. If you lean the kingpin back, then when the force hits it, it's actually jamming the leaf spring a little bit instead of compressing it properly. The more the lean is, the worse it's jamming. So our experience has been that for every degree of caster you put in an axle, you increase the road shock 10%. So if you've got five degrees of caster, you're getting a lot more road shock than if you have two degrees of caster. And we find most trucks. Yeah, right. and it, you could drop it to two and, and reduce your road shock by about uh, 20%. Okay. 
I run four fifty five super single and then you know full eleven twenty two mm-hmm. up front and I do run thirteen two mm-hmm. standard on the gearing and it rides right. like a you know cement truck going down the road. Yes, yes. I I would recommend that you try going down to about two degrees of caster. If you've got a tandem drive axle truck, caster is there to make you want to run straight, and when you turn away, bring you back to straight. And we right. find with the tandem drive axle truck, you don't need more than about two degrees of caster to get the control you need. And you get better tire life and you get le- less rough ride. Okay. I've got like a three-inch tapered shim on my steering axle on the just three-eighths of an inch is on the back of the axle, you know, towards the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to cut that mm-hmm. half and that would do it. Well, no, what you got to do, what you got to do is you got to unbutton the U-bolts. Lift right. it up, take the shim out, and the shim will be marked how many degrees it is. Right. Ah, okay. You're only trying to reduce it as much as two degrees. Yeah, now, if it's a two-degree shim, you can just take those out, and you should wind up going four to two. Right. Uh-huh. If it's a three-degree shim, you're going to need to take it out and put a one-degree back in. Right. But the chances uh-huh. are this vehicle with no shims in it was up two to three degrees. It might be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an older, it's a Mercedes-Benz front axle on a 2011 Cascadia. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Cascadia. Okay. So it's probably got a thicker one on the right than the left. Are the, are the two caster wedges the same on both sides? Yes, but I have a spacer on one side with the uh, under the leaf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. Here. That doesn't the matter. Spacer oh. doesn't have a tape, yeah, space, so it doesn't affect us. All we're worried about are the, are the tapered wedges. I I think they're both the same thing because yeah, we did some work on the front and we put the same. Yeah, they were both the same when we put them back. Okay, do you know how to measure the caster yourself? Yeah, I put a level on the axle and a level on the frame. And that's Correct. And the difference between them is the caster. Yeah. So what you could do is undo the U-bolts, lift it up, right. take the shims out, set the truck down without any wedges in it, and see what caster you've got. Right, because oh. the Cascadia... Shims, I don't think they're marked. They've got like a, a set of marks on the back side of them that I think. Yeah, but if they're factory shims, they're not marked with the degrees. Yeah, no. they're factory shims. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so just take them out, set it down. Don't even tighten the U bolts. Measure it and see what you got before you tighten things up. Okay. Sounds good. Now, I was reading one of your articles that it also has something to do with the wear in the back tires. I don't understand that. Or did I... What do you mean the wear in the back tires? But no, it's the way it distributes weight in the footprint. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's, 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 I'm not sure what he's talking about. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I just read that someplace. I don't know from your website or what, but they were saying that the caster also affects the wear on the drive tires, and I can't figure that one out. No, I no, can't get there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's what I No, the caster in the front end doesn't have anything to do with the rear. Right. Yep. Right. Correct. Okay. Okay. That was basically. Oh, the other thing is, if you're in Jamaica, you just need chrome tires, and you can drive over here with no problem, right? Exactly. That's the program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, if you've got enough air pressure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Hey, I want to thank you guys very much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, uh, buddy. Have a good day. Thank. All right, uh, and just a, a, slight, a slight furtherance to this conversation. Um, we, we talk about the oh, the Red Ball Express and the, the vehicles of the 40s, the trucks of the 40s, 50s, 60s, and how uh, uh, rough people had to be to drive those. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they, they didn't have air ride seats and air ride cabs and air ride suspensions. And all they had was just some springs and maybe hardly any of that. Right. Uh, but remember, in this case, the caster on all those manual steered vehicles was about a half of a degree. Right. So we've added caster, uh, making the road uh, more noticeable, uh, you know, the road shock more noticeable, and then added air to make it less noticeable. Now, why did they add caster? Power steering. Yes. They had to have more caster to return the hydraulic fluid through to return it to straight ahead. So it took more caster. Yes. The more caster you've got, the more the steer tires seek to aim straight with the axle. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. All right. We've got uh, nobody on the line. We've got about 20 minutes to go. And the number, if anybody does have a question about caster, getting your truck to ride softer, 
uh, getting your tires to wear better. Uh, Call Bruce Mallinson because he understands all of that shit. Right. <laughs> we only know engines. Oh. Is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Right. Uh, all right. So we've got. Uh, which show is this? This is the probably sixtieth show we've done since uh, uh, coming back to podcasts. Since we got kicked off of XM. Yes. We were trying to be polite. That's a bittersweet thing there to me because when we were on XM, we shared time with Kevin, but we never had time of our own. Right. So for a three-year stretch there, it was a little different. Um, It's it's been a good year and almost a half of uh, of doing this, and I'm really happy. And the funny thing is we started out on podcasts, Mm -hmm. and then we moved to XM Radio. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of people complained, well, I don't have XM. Why don't you go back to podcasts? Right. And then we got off of XM and we went back to podcasts. People complained, well, I can't hear you on XM anymore. Right. It doesn't seem no matter what we do. We should have been doing both the whole time. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I do know. I do know. If we could have gotten all the shows we did on XM and put them in podcast form. Right. That might have been well, cool. nice, but I suppose we don't own that. I think there's some ownership things right. involved there. Yeah, well, it don't matter. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah, there's still plenty more to say and plenty more shows to do. Well, I have to say that it was a call-in show we did on podcasts originally, mm-hmm. and this is a call-in show now. But before we did them all on Sunday evenings, right? And I like this a lot better. Yes, doing it in the middle of the day. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Instead of having to miss Sunday night football and whatever else there is. I mean, there's <laughs> nothing going on. At 11 on Thursday. And- yeah, there's nothing going on at 11 o'clock Central Time on Thursday. So, you know, this is, this is much better for me. All right. Well, and since you started talking, we've got three calls in. They don't so, want me to talk. <laughs> it's, a, it's a siren call up here. I guess so. All right. Uh, which is better, honestly, than six. That's true. I can, I can put that out there. Jokes. Probably better than that. Yep. I had some guy was telling me jokes today, but I'll leave those alone. Good. Okay, we've got uh, somebody maybe named Paul and something with maybe axles. Howdy. Hello, maybe Paul. Howdy, howdy. What's up? Rod Rounds. Um, so I have two questions. Yep. On yep. my 2014 388 Peterbilt Stinger Rig, which I had Rocky put new front springs in it, so I have, uh, yeah. but he, he just he just checked the the toe in, toe out, and we were good and sent me on my way. But I have a little bit of shoulder wear outside right-hand tire and inside left-hand tire. So I'm thinking I need to get my rear ends tweaked a little bit, maybe. Is that a good guess? That, that would be the normal thing, yes. Okay, right. <clears throat> so I'm getting a new trailer. Next week, but I'm going to take it somewhere because it's Hendrix and Axles. But I'm I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm just going to put the the angle on on the outside piece of the axle because it's a pain in the ass to do it on a right. car or a trailer. So I'll, yeah, the report we're getting is that's the most effective piece to do. Okay, I'm just going to do the the two inch or whatever it is on the outside end. The, but I'll, I'll, yep, I'll let you know. Oh really? Okay. I don't. Spend on all this money. I spend on spending all this money. I want to get the maximum life out of this trailer and these tires. So should have keep anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay. Right. Slim I guess I'll have to go see. I'll have to go see Rocky and pay him another visit. See if he wants to. He'd be glad to help back you. end up. I'm sure. I'm sure he would. So there you go. Guy, so. Okay. Thanks. Yep. You betcha, buddy. Thank you. Okay. Bye. In fact, today, today I think uh, Rocky is doing some kind of a seminar out in uh, West Virginia. Okay, take now, the word on that. Right, he's got our books out there. Yeah, he's uh, talking the gospel. He's even kind of, I understand, trying to talk the uh, talk up uh, Kevin Rutherford and, and his program while he's there. Okay, uh, and the, you know the interesting thing is. 25 years ago, when we started doing this stuff, uh, actually more longer than that, mm-hmm. I keep getting older. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the advisors that we had at the time had said, if we could just clone Mike, 
and get him out there, then we could be more successful. And I think we're we're doing that as well as we can with Chad and Rocky and Martin and Tim and Jerry and all the rest of them. We've got people that are out there saying what needs to be said uh, and, and getting the getting the same gospel out. Disciples, I suppose you might. Well, maybe we're starting to call. A cult? <laughs> a cult? <laughs> I'm not drinking no Kool-Aid. And nobody sends us a... We don't have an offering plate we send around. Maybe if we, if we had something like that, maybe this would be more profitable. Oh, well. We'll oh. survive. All right. All right. But, uh, okay, now we got Gary. I think it's Gary with a flatbed trailer, maybe. Are you there? Hey, guys. Hey, yeah, this is Terry. I'm... Um, I'm yes, a 48-foot flatbed with a spread axle, and yep. those, that front axle, those, those tires are just eaten off regularly. Is there anything I can do? Usually the side of the right front and the inside of the left front. It's the whole tire. It just eats the whole tire up. Every time I, you know, when I turn, okay. it just, I mean, it just yeah. grinds yep. it up, man. It just, you know, there's no real yep. particular pattern. It's just so much, you know, when that thing's loaded. And you turn, it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just right across the ground. And I'm just wondering right. if anything I can do, you know, that would alleviate that, or at least, you know, at least make it last. I don't know if there's a, if there's a better tire. The only thing I've ever it. seen, the only thing that I've ever seen that helps a flatbed truck is put a dump valve on the rear trailer axle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that. So you, you would put the dump valve on the rear axle, not on the front. Yeah, but you want to shorten your wheelbase up so you can turn into places. If you dump the front one, yeah. then you're then you haven't shortened your wheelbase at all. Oh, that's right? for sure. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then, yeah. That's then what, the only you know, thing you have, was that, you know, yeah, you don't have to worry about the weight setting on both and trying to choose one or the other. Right, right. Oh, it wow. won't completely solve your problems, but it does help. The only trick is. Having, in most states, having that dump valve switch in your cab is illegal. If you have the dump valve switch out on the side of the trailer, they'll let you get away with it, okay? Okay. So you reach your hand out the The other problem, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, with a long <laughs> stick. Or maybe if you had a remote <laughs> yeah. control. Yeah, have a remote control switch go. like a garage door open that will do it, okay? <laughs> oh, but cool. then yeah. the thing you got to be careful of is you got to remember to reinflate it once you complete the corner. Otherwise, one axle is 100% overloaded while you're driving. You don't want oh, that. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually where I see, I see it happen is when I get in a tight area, and I'm usually going really slow. Exactly. And I'm so heavily yeah. weighted that it just, you know. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, okay, all right. What does all that entail? Is that a big deal? I mean, is it uh beats hell it, out of me? I'm I'm a tire guy. I don't know how to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need to call Bruce, huh? There you go, call Bruce. <laughs> yeah, let him hit. All right, all right, all right. If it starts vibrating, I'll call you. Okay, all righty. You have all a right. good day, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye. All right, all right, and we got three more. They just pile up here. At the yeah, let's let's talk to them then. Okay, we got Dean talking about tire pressure. Dean? Maybe, hey. Maybe Dean? That's me. That's me. Yes. What's up? Hey, uh, I, well, I listen to you guys a lot. I listen to mm-hmm. Kevin Rutherford mm-hmm. and listen to Pittsburgh Power, mm-hmm. and I believe in all of you. Mm-hmm. Cool, thank you. I, I, spent a lot, I spent a lot of money over the years. Not a lot, but uh, I got, you know, fleet air filters and the OPS, and I burned the catalyst. Mm-hmm, sir. I have not okay. had an emissions-related issue for three or four years since I started burning the catalyst. I bought your book on, on alignment, I had, and mm-hmm. I lined my own truck with string and tape measure, and it works. It drives like a dream now. Cool. cool. And I had... Uh, this step deck I got is a 14, Great Dane. Mm-hmm. We're wearing terribly. Just terrible. And I, via you guys, listening to you guys, I beefed up my axles per your measurement or per your uh, recommendations. And amazingly, mm-hmm. started getting good tire wear. 
Oh, wow, this works. Jeez, how can that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, but, and uh, I, I, I paid a guy to do it, and he, he did the center of the axle. I said, you forgot the little five-inch the ends. And so I had him do that. I, I can't believe that little five-inch makes that much difference, but I had him do it anyway. And uh, quit wearing surprised. tires. They, they were good. Anyway. Uh, okay, so let, let, let me, now wait, before you go any further, what mileage do you think you were getting out of your trailer tires before you put the welds on? And what mileage do you think you're getting out oh, of them now? What percentage are you talking about improving? I was seeing, I was seeing uh, tire, brand new tires starting to show wear 30 or 40,000 miles prior to. Okay. Now, yep. now I, I don't see anywhere. I don't see any abnormal wear. I mean, they, you know, they, they wear uh-huh. down to where you know, four thirty seconds or whatever, or two thirty seconds when I replace them, but I don't see any uneven wear. And so how many I, miles I do you think it is when wearing to the point now where you have to replace them? Yeah, how long? How many months do you go between replacements now? Oh, uh, miles or months? Yeah, that's hard to say. Uh, I don't know, hundred fifty, hundred seventy-five thousand miles probably on my trailer okay. tire. That's that's enough. That that justifies the cost of the welding. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I I paid paid the guy five hundred dollars to weld them up for me, and that's that's one tire. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was replacing mm-hmm. tires yep. at fifty or sixty thousand miles. There, you know, parts of the tire would look damn near like new, and other parts you had cords showing. That's how erratic yes. the tire wear yes. was. Yeah, it was just terrible. Yes. How could this be on a brand brand new trailer? Mm-hmm. But sure enough. Anyway, yep. the reason I called was the okay was the tire pressure monitoring. I uh, I have the tire view, and mm-hmm. it's pricey. It, it costs about $1,000 for all 18 wheels, but it's the best $1,000 mm-hmm. I ever spent. I mean, I never yeah. thump right. a tire, yeah. never never have to thump a tire anymore. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, you got a slow tire, slow leak, it shows you. The beeper goes off at 80 pounds or wherever you have the, the parameter set, and you stop mm-hmm. and you fix the tire. You fix the tire, and uh, yep. right. I have not blown, you know, everybody's probably blown tires over the years, here and there. Mm-hmm. I have not blown a tire. About three or four years ago, I put on this tire view TPMS, and I have not blown a tire since. Mm-hmm. You catch it before it gets too low. And it's uh, okay, so a thousand dollars. Go ahead. A thousand dollars for the system is two tires, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And in three or four years, have you saved two tires? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, years ago, I bought a, a brand new set of uh, recap drives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before, and I thumped my tires. You know, I used to before I had this system. And but you can dump a tire in the morning; and it can be flat by the afternoon if you pick something up. That's right. You know. You know. Right. You don't know until it blows. Anyway, this eight drive tires I had, I blew five of them before, before I wore them all out. Mm-hmm. Of course they were recaps, but, well, that's just but, uh, but, but still even that's caps still don't blow. And, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So, so any, and uh, you know, I see, these, I see these guys at tr- truck stops thumping all their tires on a free trip or whatever. Or when they stop for fuel, you see them out there thumping tires. And I, I want to go out mm-hmm. there and tell them, Hey, Hey buddy, go buy, go buy a monitoring system. They, they're well worth it. Well, they sure are. Right. And then, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the more important change there is between preventative maintenance and uh, what's the other? Uh, Repair maintenance. Yes. Because if you're right. on the side of the road with a blown tire, that didn't just cost $1,000. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. But if, if you, you get to the side when you repair guy. the tire. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. You get to get into a truck stop or a tire dealer and, and get it repaired there. You save yourself a yeah. ton of money and time. Absolutely. And then, yeah. do, what do you do for balance? I do centromatics all the way around. Well, I don't, so when you did that I, I, repair, when you got that tire repaired, you didn't have to balance it again. Right. So you saved right. yourself some right. more money there. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's why your tires are able to wear out nice and smooth and even. Uh, yeah. After 175,000 miles, even though they got punctured maybe once or twice. Right. Yep. Yeah. Now, I got a question for you on this. On a set of tools, you know, I might be off. I try to air them all up. I do my own tire work, replace them, and put mm-hmm. my new ones on and fix them, whatever's got to be done. 
but I try to air them up evenly, but then I, mm-hmm. I put them on and I drive down the road and they can be off four or five pounds, you know, set of duels. How, mm-hmm. how close do you try mm-hmm. to keep them or should I try to keep them? Five pounds. I mean, five pounds. Five within five pounds. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I have one complaint about them. Mm-hmm. And that's if I want to add, mm-hmm. add air or subtract air, you got to be able to get both sensors off. And on my drive, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem with the style of system you've got. Right? Yeah. There are systems yeah. that you can add air without having to take the sensor off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have that system, but, uh, yep. now with my, on my drives, on my trailer, it's not, not a problem, but on my drives, with Centromatics on there, I can't hardly get my hand in there to unscrew that inner one. Yep. So I come up. So I added. I added. Uh, my wife actually works at the Iowa 80 truck stop, and she said, uh, and she's watching. She's watching me one day. So once you get these extensions, so they make an extension yep. for the inner one and a, mm-hmm. a U-shaped one for the for the outer one. And I, I put those on, and oh, that makes it a hell of a lot easier. So I would recommend yep. that also. But cool stuff. Uh, cool I think stuff. that's all I got. I think that's all I got. Well, I appreciate you calling. I'm glad things are working out for you. And if you get a question or something, let us know, okay? Yeah. Will do. Thank you very Thanks. much for calling. Thank you, guys. Right. Yep. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Yep. Right. Bye. All right. Okay, we got two more. We better hurry through them. Uh, Robert? Are you there? Robert? Yeah, I'm here. Robert, I'm here. The, What's up? My question falls in line with the guy earlier with the dump valve. I run a Michigan big yep. tank, so I got six axles on the ground. Mm-hmm. When I'm fully loaded, I'm upwards mm-hmm. of 132,000 pounds. I, to turn corners mm-hmm. or to do anything, I got to pick the, three of those wheels up. So I'm severely yep. overweighting the three axles that are on the ground. At what point are you worried about bending that? Yeah. At what, how much before you start, you know what I mean? Like some of these guys that want to put a dump valve on, at what point would you worry about bending, you know? As long as as long as you're just making the turn and putting the other ones down, I'm not worried about it. Okay, right. if mm-hmm. you forgot to put them down and you went bouncing down the road and had impacts, now I'm worried about bending it. Right. Yeah, the, okay. There's a really nice video of a uh, uh, axle that is bending. Uh, it's an axle manufacturer who's testing the flexing in an axle to show you what happens. Right. It's on YouTube. Right. We found it, and it's really dynamic. What that axle can do and still return to its original shape. Yeah, this this is a, this is over a million cycles. Yeah. Uh, so the the axle is meant to bend a little bit. It's kind of a spring. It is uh, a spring. So, yeah. So yeah. So if you yeah, if you're just going through a turn, it's fine. If you're going to stress it for miles and miles and miles, you got a problem. If you come to Michigan when they replace the concrete, you'll see skid marks in the highway. And it's where our axles, guys like us with them either up or down, will then hit. When they hit that rough concrete, it'll skid, and that leaves little skid marks. Yep. And uh, it scrubs the tires and does, yep, just damages everything. And then another quick question. I know you guys don't deal with RVs or campers, but you talk about tires and the pressure on your semi-tires. You can well overweight the 100 pounds or whatever before the tire would explode. My camper, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. say the rims are only good for 80 or 90 pounds. Is that kind of just because we have to put a number on paper, and so we're going to give you that number, or is it that for real, you know what I mean, where that aluminum rim would only be rated for the 80 pounds that they want in that tire? All right. The engineers rate it for that cold inflation. Cold inflation. Knowing that when it gets hot, it's going to go higher than that. Exactly. Okay? Right. So your, your rims... Your rims have a maximum cold inflation of no more than 130. Well, go high. Yeah, your truck has a 130 rim. Yeah. Your RV has an 80 rim. But it's going to go right. over that anyway when you're operating. Okay? Right. Now, the it's, other thing I yeah. need to tell you is the higher you start the pressure when the tires are cold, the lower the pressure will be when the tire is hot. Right. It doesn't increase pressure as much. Because the sidewall's okay. not flexing as much. It's not gaining as much heat. Because they, yeah, they put them at eighty, and I want to run my camper to ninety, ninety-five. But I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm torn because they say the rim won't hold it. It's not the tire; it's the rim. But if they, oh. if they, if the you're, rim? you're saying it's just, 
I would I would follow the the rim manufacturer's cold rating. Definitely. Okay. Because that's the the part of the assembly that's gonna fail. And if so if you don't okay. follow their recommendations then uh, you are risking failure. Okay. If I take yep. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. You have a good day. All right. All right. Bye bye. All right, we got one more? Yep, yep. Yep, one more. And I am unclear, but it does say vibration driveline. Oh, we'll refer that to Bruce. Bruce's problem. This yes. is Bruce. Uh, would this pick up or not? Okay, guys. Vibration and driveline. Hello there. Hi. Um, yeah, I got a 2014 T800, and we've been chasing a, a, a shimmy. Got a, It's kind of a, you almost see it in the hood, a little side-to-side shimmy. Been eliminating a lot of things. Can pretty much tell you it's not anything in the front end. I kind of want to work backwards with this a little bit and ask you if you've ever had a transmission or a, a, a shimmy in your driveline originate at the transmission. Have you yes. ever heard of that? And you've okay. got a T800, so we're already thinking of a couple things. In the transmission and in the front drive shaft and in the carrier bearing and in the rear drive shaft and in the universal joints and in the short shaft between the two differentials. And the clutch. And the clutch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, the, the clutch would be the thing I, I think of first when you say you have a T eight hundred. Do you does it? And what year was this? This is a twenty fourteen. And and what engine do you have? Cummins. The ISX. Yeah. And do you, and and it's a Dana driveline. I believe so. Yeah, Dana Spicer. Yeah. Yeah, right in that range. We had a lot of issues with warping clutches. We would fix this vibration by replacing the clutch, and two months later, you'd have the vibration back. Okay, yeah, because well, what happened uh, a year ago, uh, we replaced, you know, my transmission was, I was popping out of that 3-7 hole, that upper right hole, you know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, shifter plates wearing out, all that kind of stuff, so we got a, got a remand transmission from LKQ, and, and everything seemed to work fine. And and then within a few months, it seems like I've started noticing more and more of this, you know, a shimmy in the truck at higher speeds. When they, re- just... when they replaced the transmission, did they replace the clutch? Yes. Yep. All new clutch, everything. Yep. For sure. Okay. Sounds like, sounds like the problem we heard for quite some time, the combination of the Cummins engine and the Dana transmission and the clutch they put between it and the clutch's warp. Right. Mm. Now, if you, you know, going down the road at, you know, 70 mile an hour and you put either push in the clutch or take it out of gear, it, it seems like it still does that. It, it doesn't seem, doesn't seem to go away. So uh, does that help? Okay. Yes, it does. That, that means we may not have the same problem because if you put the clutch in and it stays there, you disengage the clutch, the clutch plate and friction plate aren't together. So even if that was warped, it wouldn't be causing the problem once it's disconnected. Okay, so now we're into other things. Okay, other other things. Just as we just laid out, there's a lot of possibilities. Why don't you? Why don't you? We, we need to close the show up. We need to close the show up. Why don't you call me after we get off the air at that tech line number? At the tech line number he gave earlier, five one five nine six seven five six two six, and we can discuss it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be All great. Right. Very good, buddy. Right. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. All right. Yep. I thank everybody for listening. We've had a good time. I'm going to go take a nap. All right. And we'll be back next week. Uh, Same bat time. Same same bat channel. Bat channel. (laughs) All right. End show.